Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits. There was an article online by a feminist group recently calling for an end to chivalry. As they said, it can only be described as legitimate misogyny and misogynistic behaviour by men that women are duped into feeling inferior by men opening doors, offering them seats on buses and paying for their dinner. They said their actions are a throwback from a world where women were seen as weak and too weak to open their own doors uh, and could not enter a door without the permission of a man. And by the way, that is the origins of opening the door for a woman, by the way. The origins of opening a door for a woman was that you allowed the woman to walk through the door. So the man would open the door because the man would always open the door and allow the woman to walk through. And a woman didn't walk through a door without a man opening it. That was the original, if you go way back in time, the origins of that particular, of that part of chivalry. But nowadays we see it as just a respectful thing to do. Paying for dinner, of course, comes from the time when men were the only income earners in a home. Women didn't work. Uh, that was a time where women weren't allowed to work, for example, if they had children and they were in the civil service, only up until a few years ago, wasn't that long ago in this country. If you were a public sector worker and you got married and had a baby, you had to give up your job. That was the way it was. You had no money. So when you went out for dinner, the men paid for the dinner. That is where that comes from. Again, these are all they all they all come from a time, of course, where men were the single income earners, where women were essentially the property of men. Uh, it was a very different time, very different world. But we still retain some of the niceness of that. And, <clears throat> you know, women didn't have money. People may think, say, the romantic sight of a man throwing his coat over a puddle in the rain was beautiful. And it was about love, where, in fact, it was a statement in time where women were kept clean by men. Uh, women were kept warm. They offered a woman their jacket. These are nice things. They, they seem lovely. But according to the feminists, these were statements in time where men... Women were the property of men to keep them nice and warm, to keep them nice and pretty and clean. That's why you didn't want let her walk through the puddle so she wouldn't get her little feet and shoes wet because, of course, she was your property. And that's where all this comes from. They, got, they went on to say, by the way, that uh, men need to treat women as equals, not as toys, property or subservient. Now, by the way, a lot of women out there like to be subservient. There are men who like to be subservient, probably less men than women. I would say more so women like to be subservient. There are many women out there, if asked to be honest, would like to be kept women. There's no doubt about it. There's a different... I mean, we think differently. Men and women think differently. And anybody who tells you they don't is a liar because they're not facing up to scientific fact. I mean, there's been numerous studies done in the relation to the way, the way we pick things, the way we choose things, our emotions, our sensitivities. Women are more sensitive than men, generally speaking. Men have a kind of whole macho thing going on, masculine thing, whereas women are quite willing to talk with others about their problems. Uh, they're very open. Men are a little bit more closed. Um, women tend to be better at, say, picking colours and designs and stuff like that, whereas men tend to be better at construction and putting things together. So they're, you know, the two genders are very different. So we, we never will live in a world of equality. Let's be clear about that. That's, a, that's a, some sort of pipe dream. It's somebody's imagination that we will have perfect equality in the world between men and women. We never will. And anybody who thinks that is, lo is a lunatic. Like if you think that it's, it's fair to even think about that, it's ridiculous. I mean, people should be treated the same. They should be paid the same. We should give the same opportunities. But if somebody doesn't want to take those opportunities or if one gender doesn't want to take the opportunities, there's not a lot we can do with it. Because after all, we are different. Women have babies. Men don't. Although, reading some of the articles in the paper recently, you'd be led to believe that men actually do. But however, so some think chivalry is just good manners. 
And men should always allow a woman to go first through a door because it shows respect for women. And, you know, in the new world of equality, some people regard that as not being too nice. Others regard it as a nice thing to do. I would have always thought my sons, in particular, I wouldn't have said as my daughter, to have respect. Well, I would have told my daughter to have respect for men, generally speaking, but I would have told my sons to open a door. I would have, well, I wouldn't have told them, but I would have showed them by my own actions. I would always open the door. Now, don't get me wrong, I forget now and again, or I wouldn't be in a physical position to do it sometimes. You know what I mean? Um, I should often walk out the door before me, but that's different. We're work colleagues, so it's kind of different. But if I was, it was a stranger, and I was walking into, say, a supermarket, and a woman was walking at the same time, I would put my hand across, open the door, and let her walk through first. It's just something I would do. Now, sometimes they don't even look at you and say thank you. But still, I believe it's the right thing to do, because I'm a man, and they're women. And I, it's not that I think they're less than me, or they're incapable of pushing open a door themselves. I just think it's polite, and it's mannerly to do it for a man. And by the way, I've often had a woman hold the door open for me, too. It's a bit awkward, by the way. But it's none of it's happened to me. Loads of times. So I want to ask you, is chivalry dead? Do you think chivalry is dead? And if you are a feminist, I would like to hear from you. Do you think maybe that's not such a bad thing, that it's gone? That you want to pay for your own meals, you want to open your own doors, and you want to stand up on a bus? Fire away. Let me know what you think. The number is 087-188-0008. Maura, thank you very much, by the way. Maura. I did. I got the bag of stuff you left there for me for Christmas and it was a beautiful top, particularly, by the way, uh, the toilet rolls. And I won't go into that, <laughs> but there was toilet rolls. And God bless her, Maura. She picked the toilet rolls for a very sense, uh, a reason because of the name on them. And it meant a lot to me. Thank Maura, listen, thank you very much indeed. It was lovely. Thank you. Uh, now, let me go to Angela. Angela, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Angela? I'm grand. How are you? Good, Angela. Chivalry. Now, I'm a big fan of chivalry. I don't think it's misogynistic oh. or, you know, or repressing women in any way. I just think it's nice, respectful. I, I love it. I really do. And um, I I especially love, like, I was brought up with respect for both of us, okay? So I told the door open for anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, but especially, I was saying this to Ashley there, when I see how protective my dad is of my mum, I love it. And that's the way I feel with my partner now. He's so protective of me. Like, even if he's sitting in the car and I come out, he just leans over and opens the door for me. And he's, it's just, it's, it's so nice. Um, and I think we had lost a lot of that um, in recent years. But just um, with, I actually think a, a bit of COVID has brought this back. You know, that everyone seems to be that little bit more respectful, um, you know, and just like that. You, I, I, I was going to say the opposite. You know, I, I was going to say during the COVID you know, if I find it awkward now, say if you're going into a supermarket or a shop or whatever, um, yeah. unless it's your partner, of course, but say if it's a stranger, yeah. to open the door for a person because they don't want to get near you. So they're kind of stalling back and letting you go first. So I don't, I think it's had the opposite. I think it's on the I, opposite. I, and I take the absolute opposite because um, I was in, you know, chopping around Dublin yesterday, don't kill me. And, um, you know, 
like I did feel that people were like standing back and holding doors. Yeah. And standing back and letting you go. It's like, oh, you come out. No, you come out. No, you're, you know, nearly this fight. Get out of here before I kill you. You know, and it was like, you know, um, a lot of like, you know, um, going around the shops um, and, and going around, you know, let's say the, the aisles. And it's like, oh, sorry about that. No, I'm sorry about that. And that that's what I felt. Even down um, around, you know, Claire, where I'm from, um, I it, it just seems to be that and that myself and a woman actually had a laugh about that the other day you know it's like oh I'm sorry no I'm sorry and we're kind of going jeez like everyone's apologising for kind of going near anyone nowadays and it's horrible that we have that but it's nice that people are recognising that yeah you know so but, but I mean in the world we live in now all we hear about is equality and rightly uh, so by the way okay and rightly so but I mean, but in saying that, then there is women who take it. And by the way, men as well, we call them the white knights. These are the men who pretend, yeah. uh, you know, to, to be, I, I suppose, feminists. Because, I mean, look, I think everybody should be a feminist to some extent because we all yeah. agree with equal rights and equal opportunities yeah. and equal pay, right? But yeah. then there's those guys that go over the top pandering to women because, they, you know, they join in with them. Thinking that they should, have, it's not just about equal rights, it's about more rights, if you know what I mean. And it's about yeah. it's about ridding us of... Traditions, like for example, a woman taking a man's name at marriage, right? right. I, now, feminists are appalled by the very notion of that, right? Yeah. Because the the origins of that from the Catholic Church come back to you, a woman being a man's property, and that's why she yeah. has to change her name. So the father, yeah. the idea of the father walking down the aisle with the bride was the father, the the daughter was the property of the father, and he's giving her away. So that, yeah. that's where that whole tradition comes from. And feminists yeah. go mad even thinking about that, okay? So they, they yeah. have abandoned that. They don't be changing names. And if you want to change your name, you can change it to my name. But I think yeah. they are nice traditions. You know what I mean? I don't see anything wrong with that because you're doing it for the sake of your kids not to have a double barrel name if that's not what you want to have. You know, some kids are, have double barrel names, that's fine. But if you don't want them yeah. to have those names, you're doing it for your children. And yeah, you're doing and it for your family. And it is tradition, um, you know, to, for the, the father of the bride to give it away. Now, I am, you know, far from being a feminist or anything, but I actually had both my parents walk me up the aisle because, and, and it was actually my mom, you, you know, before I got married, they, 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 you know, before I was engaged, before all of this, and what she said was that she found, um, you know, kind of the, the day of my sister's wedding, she was kind of going, do you know what? It was kind of like your dad travelled in the car with her. Your dad walked her up the aisle. And the mother who kind of carried her for nine months is kind of left aside. Mm. Um, so I had my mum and dad walk me up the aisle. Yeah, but that's nice. And, and some people would have their brother. Some women have their brother walk them up the aisle. And, and, yeah. So, yeah. and it has nothing to do with the fact of, oh, they're giving me away. Yeah, but I, I don't know any woman. Yeah, but I don't know any woman who got married who thinks of it like that. You know, who thinks I'm the property of me dad and he's handling, he's basically selling that property to a young man for 50 shekels. So I don't know any woman who thinks, I don't know any woman personally who thinks when I open a door for them that I think they're too, you know, weak to open their own bloody door. No, no, they just think I'm being, I imagine just being polite. Well, actually, do me a favor, stay there because Kevin, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Kevin? Good evening, Niall. Eventually, I'm on your show. Oh, nice to talk to you, Kevin. It's a, ple- right. it's a pleasure. Pleasure is all mine. <laughs> Thank you. Right. Just to tell you, I sent a few emails there a while ago, but uh, 
uh, probably didn't have a chance to see them. But nevertheless, no, I do. I do get to see. I, I get to see most of the emails. Now, right. I, I need to remind people we do get a lot of emails. But I get to see. Uh, I do get to see most of them, but I just don't get to reply to them all. So yeah. please don't think that I didn't see them. I probably not, did. Not, not at all. That's no bother at all. Good to be on the show. Good show. Getting back to chivalry. Do you think it's dead? Well, I. It, it has the appearance of it, but I don't think it is. I mean. I think the problem is here that a lot of men are kind of, although they say, oh, no, you shouldn't be doing it, I do think that deep down inside they they still believe in it, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And uh, no, I don't think it's dead, and I don't think it should die. There are traditions that we should keep, like you were just talking about politeness and all those. Those are, those are old traditions, and let's keep them. I mean, that's what it's all about. Yeah, but see, I'm I'm, a, I'm an old conservative, Kevin. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm 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 a dinosaur in some people's well, eyes. So am I. I'm older than you, but I mean, it's. I just think it's 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 a good thing. It is polite. That's as you said so rightly. It is polite to do that for a woman. And I was just saying, asking there that I think that women, even those so-called feminists, they do like it, but of course they won't say that. It it is funny when I think and I, and I always think of the the argument in relation to feminism and the most uh-huh. extreme forms of feminism that if they were on the sinking ship and the captain said women and children first would they turn around and say no actually let the men go I want equality here <laughs> I you know I I don't think they would I think they would use their gender to to get whatever they could Absolutely. so I, I think with feminism sometimes it's rights when it suits them but it's also looking for not just equal rights but more rights that's right you hit the nail on the head no absolutely no no i don't think i will never stop i'm like you i will open a door step back whatever and you know you were talking about a man putting a coat on a woman to keep her warm or whatever yeah um, now if you were walking with your sister and it's pouring rain or it's ice cold you would do that to your sister so What's the difference? Yeah, see, well, it's just the feminists and this group that I read the article about, you know, talked about the origins of all these things, you know, yeah, and yeah, yeah. and the origins were, of course, because she was your property, you had a responsibility to keep her warm and keep her uh-huh. clean and keep her uh-huh. pretty and all the, and these things. And they are the origins of it and pay for her dinner because she didn't have any money because you wouldn't let her work. Yeah, and yeah. They, they're the origins of all these things. So in some sense, the origins are quite misogynistic. Absolutely. But in saying that, we live in a modern world where I think they've just become traditional yeah no absolutely no no indeed no no i i'm a firm believer i actually get annoyed when a woman kind of sniggers or does uh says something if you open the door or something uh, so i did get uh, an email last year from a girl who wanted us to raise a topic in relation to men opening doors and giving her a seat on a bus uh-huh. she, and, and her argument was i'm strong enough to open my own door and i can stand for 30 minutes so i don't need you to offer me a seat i'm quite capable of doing it that was very nice of her yeah, well, this is not, I don't get that either. But that would stay, would stay there for a second because let me go to okay. Beth as well. Beth, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Beth? Hi, Niall. How are you? Good, Beth. Uh, chivalry, is, is it outdated? Is it gone? Well, as I'm listening to you and Kevin there and you're talking about the origins of it, like, maybe we just rewrite it. Like, I don't think the chivalry should die because it's a nice tradition, as, as you've said. But maybe as the concept of being a man-to-woman respect, maybe that little part of it should go, and we should just be, you know, more polite to each other. Like, I well, I don't disagree with that. We should all be polite to each other. But Yeah, yeah, well, well, what I was saying to Asling, it's like, 
I would open the door if I saw you coming behind me. Or like, not because you're Niall Boylan, but because you were just somebody who was coming along behind me or against me or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. I would open the door for man, woman, child, whatever. I might particularly look out for somebody who was older or was carrying something or, you know... Yeah, well, I, I, I think we like should that. all have respect for the elderly, of course. Absolutely, yeah, yes. Yeah. But I think, like, because wouldn't it just be nice if we rewrote... But is there anything wrong with a guy, if a guy invites you out to dinner, Beth, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, are you single or married? Or no, I'm married. Okay, I'm married. Well, well, just pretend you're single for the moment, okay? So a guy invites you out for dinner. I put my single hat on me. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Woohoo, bottle of champagne, let's go. Okay, so he invites you out for dinner. Would you expect him to pay? No, I wouldn't expect him to pay. I'd probably be delighted if he did. Because well, well there you go. Overly feminist, but I wouldn't expect him to, and I certainly wouldn't be insulted if he didn't. I if would. If I was a woman and a man invited me out for dinner, I would be insulted if he didn't pay. Would you? On the first, particularly on the first now, when you get together and you become a couple and you're working and he's working, yeah, you share your money, etc., etc., right? But mm. on a first date, he's invited you. The, the logic of this, even, he's the one who's asked you out to dinner, which is, by the way, is quite traditional too for a man to ask a woman out rather than the other way around, although, yeah, although it does happen. Then you could say, I, then you could say, I was the one who accepted the invitation, so some onus is on me as well. Yeah, but if I invited a woman out for dinner and it was a first date, I would absolutely pay. Absolutely. I'm not, I'm maybe you're not. just extra lovely. <laughs> sorry, what, what, sorry, what are you saying there, Angela? I'm with you. Yeah, if, if you know, I'm, I'm... This going Dutch business. Yeah, like, okay, if you don't want him to pay, then that's fine. But I certainly think that it should be it, it should be offered. It should be like, oh no, I'll get this, and it's like, no, well, you know, I'll pay for my app. No, no, don't don't, don't ask a woman out on a date unless you can afford it. Yeah, simple <laughs> like, as. Yeah, I think, I think it would be really nice to offer, and I would be delighted if he did offer, and I'd probably accept. But I don't, I don't, I wouldn't go into the date. But the, but the very re- the very idea that you're saying that, I think it would be nice if he did, um, and it'd be great and everything. Well, then you really believe in your heart that it's the right thing to do because you're saying it would be nice. No, you wouldn't no, object, would you? Not, not the right thing to do, but a nice thing to do. Kevin, would you? If I, I don't know, Kevin, I, are you yeah. still dating, Kevin? <laughs> uh, yeah, no, no, I'm, I'm single dating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so if you invited a woman out, would you pay? Of course, yes. Okay, On so you you wouldn't expect her to take out her purse. I wouldn't. What? Sorry, you wouldn't no, expect no, not, her or not, wallet. Not sorry, quality. Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> no, I think no. It's, it's it's the right thing to do, as you said. I've invited her, so I should pay. Well, you well, know, Niall, 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 yeah, mm. no. well, that's you know what I mean. To, to me, that would be a deal breaker. If I was a woman and a guy offered, you know, unless you genuinely believed he'd lost it, right, for some reason, no. right, and he looked sincere. But you know, the whole I didn't. Oh, where's me? Where's me? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, and, no, that's a, that's a deal breaker. Did you have to pay? Is, like, yeah, I did. Oh, and the thing was when <laughs> when we arrived, like he was wearing. Like, let's say it was during the summer. Yeah. So he had like a pair of jeans on and a shirt, right? You know, a kind of like t shirt kind of shirt thing. So you know, walking in to that place, that you don't have your wallet on you. 
Of course, you, you know, know you you're going to, go. to meet a girl, for God's sake, for dinner. Yeah. Jeepers. Yeah. So you're <laughs> it's a priority. And like this guy um, claimed to have money. He did arrive in the big Jeep. He did arrive in this. But walking in there, he had his keys, his phone and a packet of cigarettes. But didn't have his so wallet. So you know whether you have your wallet or not arriving. Yeah, yeah, I tell you now, I don't know about you girls, but you wouldn't, I, you know, if I was a woman, I wouldn't be seeing him again. Sorry, Beth, what were you, what were yeah. you going to say in relation to the... I can't even remember. I was oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah, what would you do <laughs> in that situation, Beth, if some guy said oh, he forgot his wallet? Well, if, he, if he forgot, see, like, I mean, you know, I was saying I wouldn't be expecting him to pay, but I wouldn't like him to be not paying any bit of it at all. Mm. I'm kind of questioning myself here now. <laughs> yeah, but see, there was a, a great, there was a, a great bit of research done by Solus, who are kind of like manpower anchor years ago. Do you remember? They're, they're mm. the employment agency. They're right next door to us, actually, here in Classic Hits. But they did some research and they asked women who were working women if you had an opportunity to get the same money and stay at home, would you? And something like two thirds of them said they would. Yeah, so I they're, they're talking about that. Yeah, yeah, there I'm is this. That that I'm not a feminist. Yeah, but well, there, <laughs> there is this inbuilt thing within us, and I, and I don't care what any feminist tells me, but there is an inbuilt thing within us as men and women that if we go right back to the caves, right? You know, the men were the hunter gatherers, the women stayed in the cave with the children. It's been there. I mean, how has that never changed in millions of years, right? It has never changed. Now it's starting to change. Okay, so if you look at that on a clock, we're in the last second, so to speak. So it's, it's actually starting to change now. But I still believe that some women are changing. Um, but I don't believe they want to. I think yeah. they would still prefer to be at home to raise the children. And, and, I, and by the way, men can do that too. I don't want to sound sexist. Men can do that too, but it's primarily women who choose to do that. Sorry. No, I'm just saying, I'd say, I think you're right. I think that's actually inbuilt in us. I'd say it's somewhere in our neurological wiring. Yeah. I'd say it is. Well, feminists mm. deny the existence of the mm. maternal instinct, whereas scientists absolutely say the maternal instinct is, is a real thing. Yeah. You know, and I believe the maternal instinct is a real thing. That, and I, I believe, I, thing, I, yeah, I think it's yeah, possessed think by women. Mm. Mm. No, it is. Yeah, sorry, Kevin. No, I was just saying, you know, the thing about the, with the feminists, I mean, you take some of these restaurants, okay, there might be the more posh ones, you know, your waiter will, or the maitre d' will pull out the chair for the lady. Yep. Now, now uh, does she say anything about that? You know what I mean? She kind of, would she not expect that? Because that's the type of restaurant it is. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I mean, if you were in a posh restaurant, you, you would expect, and, and in a posh restaurant, say, for example, Beth, if you were out on a night out and it was a nice restaurant and the waiter come over and he addressed your husband before you or your partner or your date before you, I think that would be disappointing because... Any good waiter will know you always ask the woman first. That's correct. Yeah. Whereas if you were in, open. there are countries in the world where you don't even look at it, where the waiter won't even look at you because mm. you're, because women are class of second class citizens. Mm. So you wouldn't want to be living in those ones. You know? Yeah. I'm, talking, I'm talking about the, 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 these feminists. I mean, what did they say about that? You know? Oh, they wouldn't like that. They'd be sure of that, Kevin. They, the feminists wouldn't want that. They wouldn't want some waiter pulling out a chair. They're capable of pulling out their own bloody chairs. <laughs> I see, but, but they, 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 they have to realise they're in that kind of posh restaurant and that's just how it's done, you know what I mean? You can't just... Yeah, we sit... Be, but we go to dinner with Seth and Karen, by the way. We don't sit opposite each other. We sit beside each other. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, I can't do that, Niall. What? No, I can't do that. Yeah, we do that all the time. So if there's... You know, like sometimes it's a four-seater when you go into a restaurant and it might be, it's for two people, but they give you a four-seater. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. we just sit beside each other. So the waiter will pull out the chair and, you know, Karen will sit down. And instead of sitting on the opposite side, I'll sit down beside her. 
that's right. Good for you. I just feel like I get a crick in my neck. No, no, we prefer that because we're right beside each other. We can hold, oh, we can hold hands awesome. and things. You know what I mean? Good for you. <laughs> So cute. That is gorgeous, isn't it? Yeah. No, good, good, good for you, Niall. Yeah. Oh, I'm so happy. That's that's. You really have found your one there. You really. Oh, have. tell me about it. Tell me about it. The most amazing woman yeah. in the world. But anyway, getting back to. <laughs> but I mean, in saying that, you know, Karen is not a feminist, but she does agree, obviously, with equal rights and equal pay and equal treatment of women and equal opportunities. Yeah. But she's not a feminist, yeah. you know, by any stretch of the imagination. I don't think. I I, I think if a feminist lived with me, they'd probably kill me. You know what I mean? <laughs> Stay there a second, Michael. Oh, hang on, I switch you on here, Michael, because somebody turned you off. Hang on, Michael, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, Michael? Good evening. Good evening, Michael. How are you? You think that feminists have killed chivalry? I think feminism has, yeah. Butchered mm. it, really. Butchered it. More or less, yeah. Mm, but the article I was reading was kind of butchering it. It was, you know, it was a, a feminist organisation in the UK and they were calling for an end to chivalry. As I said, it legitimises misogynistic behaviour by men. <laughs> <laughs> that's not as they say they're it. Just, they're, like, they're, just, uh, they're just completely insane. They're like, like, they're like p- buzz killers, aren't they, really? <laughs> you know what I mean? They just... Yeah. <laughs> and don't get me wrong, I, when I talk about extreme feminism, you know, I mean, we all uh, know what we're talking about here, yeah? Yeah. 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 So, Michael, would you open doors? Would you offer seats? Would you pay for the first meal, the date? I open the doors for anybody, men, women, children, anyone. But yeah. uh, in terms of like a date, yeah, I mean, my experience is, is like, I mean, there obviously there's two types of women. There's feminine women and there's the growing masculine women. Like, and yeah. uh, I find the feminine women expect you to drive the car, to choose the restaurant, to make the decisions they expect you to do and they get annoyed with you when you don't. Yeah. That's been my experience and I've been trained yeah, by right. those type of women. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but, but if you're going out with like a, let's call her a confused woman. A confused like, woman. Well, <laughs> well, that's my experience. A woman doesn't know where she's coming or going, which is a lot of women today, to be quite honest with you. Yeah. Or these angry women whose life didn't work out for them so they're just angry all the time. Right, okay. They're, they're <laughs> going to give you grief. Yeah, well, Angela had, has had a few problems in her life, but she's not angry. Well, I wasn't talking no, about no, I, 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 the, the book will come out soon. But, <laughs> no, I'm not. It's, it's, she's not bitter. I know there are some bitter women out there. and There's bitter men no, too. Angela's all right, actually. I like Angela. Angela's all right compared, like, compared to some of the, the creatures going around. Angela's quite the, the, the creatures? Yeah. Well, yeah, let's be, let's you know. Yeah, okay. Oh, by the way, did you find a girl? Because I think the last time I spoke to you about women, or we were talking about women last year, or whatever it was, you were looking for a particular type of woman. Was I? Yeah. Do you remember you were looking for, you know, a woman who knows her place or something like that? Or was, was that what you said to me? <laughs> is, that not what you, is that not what you said to me, Michael, if I remember rightly? I didn't look at My delivery wasn't great. That's not exactly... Were you on the drink that night, or did you have a few drinks that night or something? Was it? No. I didn't. No, I'm not like that. I'm not, I'm not a psycho. Well, did you find working. her? <laughs> I've been with quite a few women since the last time I spoke. But you are traditionalist, aren't you? Um, I, I am in some respects, yeah. Okay, so... When it makes sense. What's your ideal sense. relationship? You're the breadwinner, she raises the kids. Is that the ideal relationship? Not necessarily, no. I mean, she can make as much money as she likes. Um, but there's expectations... 
Um, I, I mean, as I said, like it's uh, I'm going by what my experience is, and and women. I tend to go for feminine women, women who are you know they're women like, and they kind of they have expectations of you, and they let you know when you're not cutting the mustard. Mm. And I've been trained that way, like so. I mean, yeah. I'm just being realistic. I'm not like I don't I don't I'm not a, a domineering bossy psycho like that's not. No, no, you I'm don't come not. across as being one. Well, Niall, in fairness, like I know you you tried to paint that picture. You tried to get me to make myself out to be that way, but that's not it. Look, <laughs> <Well>, Kevin, <laughs> Michael, this is radio. I'm trying to make it entertaining, and sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I utilise people's opinions <laughs> to make it entertaining radio. And Michael, I think that particular night you made it very entertaining, if I remember rightly. But it was a few nights, really, wasn't it? Yeah, I think we brought you back for a second run, didn't we? If I remember right. Several runs. <laughs> yeah. So. No, but, I, but hang on, Angela. See, I, I again, I'm a conservative, right? And yeah. I have a, maybe I'm a dinosaur as well, a bit, okay? And and I understand the world is different to the world I grew up in to some extent. I'm 57 years of age now, so I'm, I'm kind of two thirds of the way there, right? But I agree with Michael. I don't see anything wrong with a world, you know, where there's an. I, I value the family greatly, right? Where you have a husband and a wife and two yeah. kids or three kids. And the husband's out working, the wife raises the kids till they're 13 yeah. or 14 years of age, till they're old enough where she can go back to work. I see nothing wrong with that picture, but people frown at that. It's but almost that, like there's something shameful about that nowadays, and that's so wrong. I was just about to say that to you. It's like women nowadays are ashamed to say, I'm a stay-at-home mom. That's it's a difficult... Yeah, I mean, I, sorry, Kevin, go ahead. Kevin. Well, I'd say that's correct. That is right. I agree with that totally. Mm. Because, I mean, it is, I mean, it's a wonderful, I, I mean, it, look, it's just an amazing job that women who stay at home to raise children, I mean, it's a full-time job. I respect the job they do and the work they do, you know, because obviously, you know, somebody has to go out and earn money, so they can't both stay at home. Well, I suppose in some cases yeah. they do and live off the dole, but however, but generally speaking, they can't both stay at home. So it is, it, it, and it can be a thankless job sometimes. Yeah. You know, and they stay at home and raise their children. And I find, I think statistics will back me up, that children who are raised in that fashion end up in a better situation in life. Indeed. Uh, a child needs almost a 24-hour parent. They have to have that. Yeah, particularly for the formative years of their lives. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Until they're old enough to... I mean, if you look at the st- statistics, by the way, in relation to, and I, I don't want to get too into this tonight, and, and I'm certainly not having to go with single parents, by the way. There's some amazing single parents and children who have come out of single parent homes who've been amazing children. But it is a battle because if you look at stats, for example, the majority of people, say, who have ended, if you look at the American statistics of people who have ended up in jail committing crimes, blah, 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 blah come from single parent families and broken homes. Okay. So that, that is a, it's an uphill battle to raise a child on your own. But if you've got a family, and, and I find that all the laws that we're bringing in and all the legislation and referendums and everything that we're doing over the last, God knows, 20 years, it's eroding the family. I think... Yeah, I'm, more than that. I, I just... I, maybe, am I getting a bit too deep there, Angela? No, I, I don't think so. I, I, I agree with you because um, a lot of these single parents as well like that, they're out... Um, you know, they're out working. Um, can't be easy, yeah. Yeah, it can't be easy. They're out working. Some of these could have three, four, five kids. And they're out working. The kids are at home. They're not getting to spend time. They're not getting 
you know, um, they're not get, kids aren't getting the discipline because mom's coming home. She's got a hard work. You know, she has yeah, and to, she just leaves the child playing with the PlayStation or playing on his uh, whatever it happens to be, just because they're too tired to raise their children. Yeah, because they're both working. A lot of those, I won't say morals, but a lot of those things seem to have gone now because, as you say, shove them in front of a screen. Yeah. Doesn't matter if it's a television, if it's anything like that. So a lot of parents, like, kind of bringing back the chivalry in, um, kids aren't seeing that. They no. don't see that when when they're growing up either. But that's traditionalism. It's traditional... When they see they see mom at home raising them and dad going out yeah. to work, okay. And by the yeah. way, you know, in a modern world, of course, it can be the other way around. But but in saying it, because yeah. I don't sound sexist either. But they see that somebody has to work and somebody has to look after the children. And I don't yeah. see anything wrong with that scenario. And when I see people, for example, having two children where they're both career orientated, husband and wife are both career orientated. And I, yeah. you know, I know of a situation where somebody had two children and they were up at eight o'clock in the morning dropping the children off in their pajamas to a crash. <coughs> Pardon me. And you wonder why they're having children. Yeah, and then collecting the children again in their pajamas at six o'clock in the evening, spending and not even an hour with them and putting them to bed again. And I go, "That's yeah, it. why did you bother having children?" Exactly. I'll tell you something. Um, a good friend of mine. Um, she for seven years minded two kids, yeah. right? And she started at seven in the morning, and she finished at half seven in the evening. Well, okay, so what, what was the point of those parents right. having a child? Why did they have... That was two kids, right? Now, to make it even worse, right, she she arrived in one morning um, early because she dropped someone to the airport and on the way home, let's say, you know, she, she says, no point in me going home for a half an hour, I'll just go straight. So long story short, arrived in, one of the kids was in bed, five-year-old, and there was nobody else in the house. Mm. The other three, um, so her older sister, who was seven, had gone for a run with the parents. Now, she arrived in at half six, which meant that they had gone out at, let's say, half five, quarter six. But they left the five-year-old in bed to go for a run, you know, with a seven-year-old at whatever time. Now, that's the only time they ever spent with those kids Monday to Friday. Because when they came in, those kids were ready to go to bed. It's pointless. Why would you have And and, and the argument, oh, two of us have to work to afford the mortgage and the two holidays and the two cars. Well, then don't go on the two holidays. Don't have the two cars. Drop some of your expenses and one of you stay at home and look after the children. Yeah. Because it's probably costed them, you know, two grand a month to have the children looked after in the first place. Well, Mm. Niall, I grew up and it was so amazing this March this year to sit there with both my parents on their 50th wedding anniversary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my, Michael, won't be, Michael, what wedding anniversary are you on? <laughs> what, what, Michael, were you laughing at? Michael's what? asking what a wedding anniversary is. <laughs> I'm only yeah. Michael. Yeah, I mean, Michael, there's nothing wrong with the traditional family, is there? I think we need to get back to not just the traditional, I think we need to get back to like having the grandparents and stuff and involved extend, extended yeah. family and when I grew up man we went to my, uh, my gra- granny's house. we yeah. went to my granny's house and everyone went there all my aunties uncles cousins and there was always someone in there and, and like you know I just remember I was part of a big huge family 
and it benefited me on so many different levels that I only realise now. And when I see the mm-hmm. families today, and there, a lot of people were like that, you know, and a lot of families were like that. And when I see them today now, you know, especially in the city centre and stuff, and they're and they're they're in little compartments in the city, and they can't get out, and they're single parents and single mothers and broken families, and and most of most of the spots around Dublin now. Um, well, sadly, the working class areas, it's all broken homes and stuff. Not all, but a lot of it is. And yeah, it's quite sad, isn't it? When, when, it's going to hit us when, and especially as you were saying about those kids who go to crash at six and or seven and then get released at six, when they become adults and you see the, the, the end result of that, when all these kids are grown up and they're adults and they're going to have such a lack of... Respect for culture, mm-hmm. for I agree for because when, when, anything. It would be the first five years of a child's life are the formative years of a child's life, and you want to instill your own morals in a child, your own rights and wrongs. But if you're not there to do that, you're relying on you know a sixteen-year-old or a seventeen-year-old, whatever it is, in in a crash to or do that. Six-year-olds or other six-year-olds running oh, around. Absolutely, or, yeah. But we'll do me a favor, stay there because I want to bring Joan in before I finish this up. Joan, hello, Niall. How By are the way, you? Joan, before we go any further, thank you very yes. much for the Christmas card. We, appre- we appreciate it. So does Sarah and Ashling. Oh, that's great. Thank and you very I much. Michael, you, you didn't send one. Thanks very much anyway. for the, <laughs> I know you thought about it, Michael, but you just I'll didn't. Send you, I'll send you something nice on WhatsApp, <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. And I, I sent you the little poem about my mouse, which has disappeared. Yes, your famous moment. mouse. Yeah, well, we spent nearly an hour on Friday, the middle of the day. Not that we were meant to talk about your mouse, but we did. Yeah, it okay. great fun. Yeah, well, is he gone? Uh, well, he's disappeared. Where he's disappeared to, I don't know. But I hope he's in somebody else. Uh, maybe his mate yeah. stole him. We were talking about him on the radio and he's yeah, just become famous in the mouse it. world. Yeah, he was oh, listening. Yeah. So, he's Joan, you true. think, is chivalry dead? Chivalry is not dead. People with good manners will continue with chivalry or our lives, my mother used to say. And, Niall, if you think about it, do you remember... Always, as you said, holding the door open and some women nearly, as some gentlemen said there, nearly give out to them for doing it. That is the height of bad mounds for somebody to give out to a kind gentleman who leaves the door open. The other thing was a granddad or a father would lift the cap to a woman when he passed her by on the street. Right. And Healy Ray might do that for all we know. Yeah, he tip, the, tip his cap. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And the other thing is always walking ahead, letting the lady walk ahead. And I would agree with the people on who said definitely a thousand percent if a guy didn't pay for a meal on inviting me out, I'd never go out with him again. Yeah, I, and by the way, Kevin texts in, he says, a bird caused me the most embarrassing episode I've ever experienced. Now, she threw an almighty wobbly, roaring and screaming about splitting the bill. I was ashamed of my life going back to that uh, McDonald's, says oh, Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Sorry, no, thanks, I Kevin, for that. Early. Early. <laughs> Especially in the early stage. But you know, Niles, I, don't, I don't think you got that one, Joan, did you? Say that again to me. I don't think he got the end of oh, that there. Oh, you didn't want me to, put, to get it, did you not? No, no, no. He kind of went low a bit the sound, so I didn't get it there. No, he said he was ashamed, <laughs> was so ashamed of his life, he never went back to that McDonald's. Oh, so yeah. in other words, he brought her to McDonald's on a date. It's exactly. not as funny when you have I to explain it. You, okay, yeah, okay thanks, away. Kev. Well, I didn't spot the McDonald's until I read it, but go on. Yeah, the picture presents itself today, doesn't it? When we look at harassed 
parents, mother, father, working at home, trying to keep their tempers at bay, and then the mother may be collecting one or two children from the creche. Now, the man can see, of course the men do help very much in the homes now, much more than they did actually in our time. As you said, the men thought, women's job, men's job. When I um, got married and had my children, I couldn't bear the thought of going out of the house um, for uh, to work. And we managed all to get by, and I would have chosen, no matter what the position was, to stay at home. I waited until they were a little more grown up, and then I went out and I did different part-time things. I don't know how a mum can unless she has to, and this is where the government have to decide, and we know what's going on at the moment with our lady, our Minister for Justice, about her pregnancy. A lot comes in. Do you get leave for pregnancy? But apart from all of that, I don't think a woman, the expectations that she gets up early, maybe after the young children crying, she has to go with the transport system, which they're all watching now, do we waste a lot of time, more money, going in to work, rush back for the kids? The kids are tired if they're in the crash. It is no life for a woman. And I think things should look into that. Um, it, I'm not a feminist by any means. In fact, I can't stand over feminism at the moment. There's I mean, I'm assuming you agree with equality. Obviously, of course you do. Like most people, you would agree with equality, equal I, opportunities, etc., etc. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I picked the best person, whether it turned out that it was the fourth man, but I wouldn't do what they're doing now all over the place, both with the politicians. Oh, just giving them a job just because they're women, yeah. Exactly. That's ridiculous, carry on. I think you deserve, you get what you get. So what did Simon Um, Harris tweet the other day, that he wanted to uh, do away with um, this gender discrimination, so his next six nominations were six women, and I'm going... uh, what, yeah, well, how does ridiculous. that make sense? Yeah. And I wonder were they all childbearing years, the women, because you won't see much of them if they are. Oh, there you go. Sure, the Minister for Justice now is, is she's, God bless her, yeah, she's having a baby. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's going to be. Uh, but of course, I do believe that if. Uh, yeah, well, everyone, everyone wants to have a baby, it's time to have a baby. Have yeah. to Accept them that, all yeah. A little time. And yeah. I think that that should be, and that will be looked into. But I do still believe, I love the sight of an elderly man tipping the cap. I love the sight of him holding the door. But I tell you one thing that happens every minute of every day, and I put two fingers up to the people that don't do it. You know, if you're driving a car and, you know, or if you're going into park, like the guy the other day, I was determined to get the place. I was coming in from the proper side to get the spot, and he came in, so I just stood, and I kind of waited in the car. I bit the horn and then he went out back and I said, good for you. And But I had to force that manners. People who put, you know, the finger up when they wait. Mm-hmm. If yeah. you're coming out from a shop and you're going right and left in the traffic, uh, the mannerly people do it. But the biggest ill manners of the day are those that don't let the driver go, you know, when Yeah, of course. Should. And I think we all just have manners and respect for each other. Sorry, I have yeah. to wrap this up. But I, Angela, you yeah. want to say something to Joan there before we go? Yeah, I just want to say, we've we've clashed a few times on this, but at this time on on different subjects. So I just look wish you a very merry Christmas. Thank you very much, Angela. Uh, Michael, join in there for Jesus' sake! Oh, he's gone! He's gone! He's gone! I wish you super Christmas, and I think we're all going to be positive. 
Oh, by the way, Joan, Joan, yeah. I mean, are, are you, will you be lining up for the vaccine? No, sorry. At this moment in time, after talking to a few medics in my family, um, it will be quite a while before they will know definitely uh, there's a lot of weeks ahead. So say your girl today, of course they did with the elderly. Yeah, the 90-year-old woman, woman was the first to get it today. Yeah. Wonderful. But they want to see, of course, that's all done because they want to see how an elderly person performs and then they do it to the younger person. So that's all seen. Well, let's say, well, I'm not going to be part you don't of want to be a guinea the first number of people. No, <laughs> right. I want to wait until they know exactly... Um, and by the way, Joan, because of your age, and I'm not disrespecting you, yeah, by the way, but yeah, okay, yeah, but you, we, know, yeah, we all know you're in your 80s, okay? Yeah, that's all right, I forgive uh, you. Okay, okay, yeah, but I mean, are you still isolating? Are you kind of... Oh, not, I'm having a ball. I, okay. I, oh. I'm the safest person. I do what I have to do, and I'm after doing all my Christmas shopping quietly, go out about nine in the morning and do it, and I'm after cooking all my cakes today. I've everything done. Three big Christmas... Did you cook cakes. your pudding? The men, I've three big puddings done. Oh, did you I've, use it? Did you use Guinness in it? Uh, a little drop, a little drop. My mother would use a bottle and a half. <laughs> I'd be pissed after a few slices. <laughs> and I something. We've all got to think positively. We're going to have a super. Um, everything's going to be positive now, and that's how I am okay. very positive that way. So Angela, and what do you call our other chap? So sorry, Michael. He's gone. Lovely gentlemen. Well, listen, Happy Christmas, them. I, I have to go, Joan. I'm, I'm late. My ads are late now. Okay, Lyle. Okay, uh, sorry, I'm not rushing you, but I just have to go. I'll be no, in trouble no, otherwise. Okay. See you. Bye, both of you. Thanks. Bye bye. After the break, I will be talking about conspiracy theories. Happy Christmas to the two of them and Michael as well.